Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So Thursday at the inquiry, the Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Finance, Christian Freeland, testified. And then yesterday, as you know, Justin Trudeau testified. And he's sanguine about everything. He's very careful with comfortable bloody decisions he made. Wasn't particularly impressed with what he heard from police. Which is also interesting because the initial point that was made by the government, by by, by the prime minister, by uh, Mr. Mendicino, by the government, period, was, well, we acted on the advice of police. And now the prime minister says he wasn't impressed with the plans the police had. I guess I just don't get it, eh? Um, Eva Krajewska is co-counsel for the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. She was at the inquiry and she uh, cross-examined both the Deputy Prime Minister and the Prime Minister. Ms. Krajewska, thank you very much for joining us. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I wanted to ask you how you were, but after after the time that you've spent in Ottawa... Um, may I ask you before I get into specifics here, what was the what was the intent of the cross examination? What did you want to know from the deputy prime minister and the prime minister? So, I mean, each witness, um, we kind of we prepare differently depending on we get a witness statement ahead of time of what their anticipated evidence is. We have to plan what our objectives are, and then sometimes our plan changes depending on what comes out in their examination in chief by commission counsel. Sometimes things are covered or sometimes things come up and you're like, oh God, I gotta, I gotta ask a follow-up question about that. So for the deputy uh, prime minister Freeland, the, the question for us really was she, her basis for invoking the act was the economic, um, the economic turmoil that the blockade of the bridge in Windsor was having and potential other blockades were having. And she went at length in examination in chief about how that, those economic issues and calls from the United States and calls from auto plants, you know, saying this is a really bad thing for economy. How are we ever going to encourage investment? How are we, you know, are we even a comment from someone saying we're a banana Republic because we don't have order um, that's what we wanted to focus on. And what we wanted to focus on there was when the Emergencies Act and the legislation was debated in the House in the 1980s, it was specifically noted that the, an emergency should not be invoked because of an economic crisis. That's the first part. And then the second part that we really wanted to get to at the heart of Minister uh, Freeland's testimony is that obviously we don't want to be one of those countries where we economic stability is more important than civil rights or democracy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to be one of those countries that says you should invest in Canada because you know we 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 don't allow general strikes, we don't allow protests, we don't allow sit-ins. Um, you know your 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 industry will never be disrupted here. So that was really the goal of Minister Freeland's cross examination. You know. The- the way to calm the economic fears of the United States, as you just pointed out, that was that was raised, 
I don't know how you rationalize that the response to that is to invoke the Emergencies Act, thereby compromising the civil rights of each Canadian in the process. I, I must be missing something, but we've had a strong relationship with the United States for over 100 years. We have telephones, we have various means of communication, and we usually, we've managed to communicate with the Americans in difficult times without compromising the civil rights of Canadians in the process. Am, am, I, uh, am I missing something? No, I, I don't think you are. And I think what has come out of the evidence of this commission is that essentially what we, what we need, what, what was needed was once these protests were determined to be illegal in different capacities or once they stepped over the line into being illegal, then the police needed to remove them in a peaceful and orderly fashion. And what we saw in Windsor was that the Ontario Police, Provincial Police, in conjunction with the Windsor Provincial Police, did manage to remove those demonstrators from the bridge. And the bridge was opened at midnight before the um, the Emergencies Act was invoked. And I put that to the Prime Minister, right? Like, you know, the Prime Minister stated that one of the reasons to invoke the Emergencies Act was to give the police more powers. But the police didn't actually need more powers, more legal tools or anything else to remove the protesters from the bridge, the Ambassador Bridge in Windsor. That was a police operation that was, you know, the Canadian Civil Liberties Association probably wouldn't say this very often, but it was a a police operation that was well conducted where people did not get hurt, where, you know, a few people got arrested, but that overall, compared to what we saw at the G20 or other places, um, was, a, was a police operation that was well conducted. So I don't think that, I agree with you, I don't think the invocation of the Emergencies Act is necessary um, in order to, um, you know, convey that we're, we're able to deal with disruptions in an appropriate fashion. Yeah, and as you said... The disruption, the demonstration, um, blockade, call it what you will, of the Ambassador Bridge was over by midnight on the 13th, and they didn't invoke the Emergencies Act until the 14th. So if your argument is we needed it for that particular situation, the argument falls apart because there was no protest any longer. Right. And so what the Prime Minister would say in response to that is that uh, they needed to make sure that the people who were doing that were not going to um, regroup and go off and block another bridge or another border. And, you know, to me, that sounds like a, it almost sounds like, oh, well, then you're invoking the Emergency Act as almost a precautionary and preventative measure, which... Which is not what it's intended for. Right, that's not what it's intended for. And the second thing is, I think we saw that after... What happened in Ottawa and the occupation in Ottawa that was really created because the, the, the trucks were permitted to park there originally, other cities that were faced with similar convoys were able to manage those. So Toronto and Quebec City and other cities throughout Canada, you know, the police basically managed those protests by not allowing them to park or, or stay in any designated place for too long. They kept them moving through. So I don't think, and I'm not sure that it's a reasonable to say, well, after Windsor, 
these people would have moved to Sarnia or Niagara or wherever, because I think by that point, the police had a much better understanding of how to manage this and, 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 were, ma- and were managing it. Uh, it's not an issue of if, maybes, and possibles. The Emergencies Act, and we just uh, I just played back the interview that I recorded with Perrin Beattie a few days ago, uh, very specific about what the what the language of the act is, and the act is very very direct. and And we had CSIS and police forces, um, RCMP, Ottawa Police, the OPP, Ontario Provincial Police, saying that they didn't believe that the threshold had been met to engage the Emergencies Act. What, what did you come away with? Uh, what was the what was the takeaway? Ms. Krajewska, from your cross-examination of Mr. Trudeau. Uh, so my takeaway for the, the Prime Minister's um, examination really is, um, I think if you listen to his entire examination, all of his evidence, and if you listen to all the minister's evidence, I think there's one, we, I think we cannot discount how, um, how, how this was affecting each of them personally. This was happening in Ottawa. It was happening to their staff. It was happening to them. And they were all frustrated. You mentioned in your introduction the text messages between Minister Lametti and Minister Mendocino. We saw other text messages. They, it, it, we, we know the clerk of the Privy Council was frustrated with the police in action. They were very frustrated that the police were not taking action that they thought ought to be taken. So I think there is that element. The second part for my cross-examination of the Prime Minister really is, you've, you may have discussed this on your show, and I think you alluded to it a little bit, is that you know the threshold for invoking the Emergencies Act is that there has to be a threat to the security of Canada as defined in the CSIS Act. Now, the director of CSIS said that, that he did not think that threshold was met. And the way in which the government has looked at that has said, well, that's the CSIS director determining something for the purpose of the CSIS Act. But when the governor and council, meaning the prime minister on the advice of the clerk of the Privy Council and his cabinet, is looking at that same threshold, they're looking at it for a different purpose, in a different context, and they're looking at different inputs. And that was his evidence. And in cross-examination, I put to him, when CSIS is deciding to conduct surveillance, like when they're looking at whether there's a national security threat, it's when they're looking at conducting surveillance on one person. That's a high threshold. That's serious. I said to him, when you're invoking the Emergencies Act, that threshold can be no lower than when CSIS is looking at one individual. And he agreed. So he agreed that that, that threshold has to be met And it's going to be up to the commissioner to decide whether it was met in this case. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.